Welcome everybody to a, another episode of the Dragon Cast, episode 50. And I'm back once again with my podcast partner in crime, Victor Salazar. And we are back from a two-week break, holiday break. And uh, it feels good to, to be back, kind of just getting back in the swing of doing a podcast again. I don't know about you, Victor, but my microphone's been awfully lonely the last couple of weeks, man. Yeah, tell me about it. Not even that, man. My snooze button was like playing me no tricks on me this morning. I almost missed my, my six o'clock time, dude. I'm like, oh, man, it's 5.55. Brian's over here messaging me saying, dude, I'm ready. Like, oh, well, crap, yeah, I'm, still in, I'm still in bed. <laughs> so I got to get up. <laughs> so I got to get up. Right, so right. Do a video? Yeah, let me get yeah. my hair ready. Oh, which, which, by the way, the hair. I know, I was going to say, somebody got a haircut. I got a new look here. But uh, but yeah. You're not the only one. I got, hey man, I got, we we all got, we all came back with haircuts. So we're we're good. You you guys came back with haircuts. I got more than I can deal with. I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of, uh, we got uh, a very special guest with us here on our 50th episode of this show. So you guys will recall uh, uh, many weeks ago, we did a, um, a Dragon Cast reunion with, our old buddy Andrew Denman, who was our first mm-hmm. uh, co-host of this show many, many, many years ago, and we are back once again today with another of our former co-hosts. I want to welcome Kona Sankey to the show. Welcome back to the Dragoncast. It's great to have you here. It's been so long. Wait, way too long. Yeah, it has yeah. Been. It's been. It's great to see you, Kona. What you been up to recently, these past couple years, you know? Oh, yeah, how you been? a few years, it's been a bunch of things. Um, I've gone through a couple uh, couple small vis- business ventures. It, I, I spent a couple years baking. Um, oh, love that, baking. That was fun. Oh, nice. Okay. Um, and then I've uh, spent the last little bit here uh, focusing more on my art and kind of moving myself into... Uh, I guess a practice between art and wellness, kind of bringing those together. And of course, right now with with COVID, I think it ended up being perfect timing that I set myself up for that. So oh, it's really nice. exciting. That's, that's that's awesome. Can you speak a little bit more about that? About the wellness thing? Like, yeah, how's um, that going? How's that working? Yeah, absolutely. Let's so, uh, for the sake of things, I mean, art has always been the thing I've come back to. I mean, I, again, I spent a couple years baking, but really, in the end, it came down to I didn't want to be in food service and just trying to manage that kind of a business locally has been really really hard it's been tough yeah. super high because we're a tourist town so okay. i figured that if i went back into um i guess the art itself rather than just a one facet of arts um yeah. that i could deal with that but i also spend a bit of time working on uh some coaching certificates everything from goal setting which initially was for myself um and then I guess just bringing in the other aspects of my passions, which um, with wellness and ma- uh, managing my own, uh, those in my life are uh, either in positions where they, they're having a hard time balancing life day to day already, or I've just, uh, I've reached out through programs like the local harm reduction programs and addiction services, things like that. And Really, there there's a need for more options on what to do with yourself and finding those finding those outlets that are better for maintaining an ongoing wellness and not just mm-hmm. wellness for today. It's wellness it. a little bit yeah. every day, and we work on just the the growth and and uh, the the journey that is wellness. Yeah, I hear yeah. So I'm going to assume that right now business is is booming because you know 
Uh, I've, a lot I've of people are struggling. Good season in in that regard. I haven't really reached out much. Unfortunately, I fall into the category where I'm actually high risk. Um, I am immunocompromised, um, but uh, I've been doing my best to, I guess, just keep myself ready for when things are opening up and looking at, I guess, getting all my, all my ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And um, of course, with, with all the changes that come for me, uh, a lot of those who I've, I've been dealing with, um, I got into a new space in August and it was going to be, it was going to be big and, and great. But by October, I had a notice that she had to close her space already. So Ouch. I re- I just removed, um, I, uh, I moved everything in December. And so, of course, right before Christmas, I haven't gotten much time to uh, finish setting things up, but I'm nearly ready to be open there. It's, a, it's actually this, kind of the space I was in originally when I started out February last year, but I'm in a bigger, uh, a bigger studio space within that space. Right. But I, it gives me the opportunity to have all my all my materials and it, it's going to be fabulous because instead of all this in the background my my couch and my cat it's going to be all my different projects all the different mediums in the background yeah. it's going to nice. hopefully be awesome. really really nice so that i can i can properly do things from within my studio and safe at home rather than mm-hmm. needing yeah. to actually yeah. go out into other spaces so yeah. I, I, I think in that apps and that, that aspect i think we're all moving in that same direction trying to get ourselves our own space our own studio our own area where we can get work done at home especially when we're you know, just working remotely to an extent. I know Brian's got himself a new working space there. You know, we we've yeah. been seeing the kitchen for the past past yeah. months, and now I yeah, see man. I see some wood boards back there. You know, yeah, and we, my, me too. You know, I'm yeah, in my living room, and I'm thinking of trying to get a little thing set up in my garage now, where I have my own little office space too. So, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, it's changing, man. I think that's the thing about about COVID is that it's it's kind of all forced us to think differently, work differently. Um, be more creative. I mean, you know, um, this show coming back had to do with that, you know, mm-hmm. uh, cause I was, I knew that we were going to be in this. It, it, I had a very bad feeling about this situation from the very beginning and knowing that we were going to probably be at home for quite a long time. And, uh, and, you know, uh, I, I didn't want to be in a space where, uh, you know, our kitchen is essentially in the middle of our house. So, you know, all the traffic from living room to bedroom to rest to the bathroom and everything's just right there. And um, so, yeah, I'm in a new space now. I like it in here. It's nicer in here. It's better in here. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like I don't the hard part about uh, working from home is you want to have your own space. so You still don't feel like you're at home. So it's mm-hmm. nice to like not see this and keep a door shut and just, and this be like its own separate little, like, I guess you could say entity within the house. Um, it's its own that, space. Yeah. I feel you. Cause, cause, cause you know, when you're working out of your kitchen and doing podcasting, writing and uh, creating content for YouTube and things like that, like I do uh, and you see all that equipment there all the time, <laughs> it's either going to be like a temptation to want to keep doing more, which is not bad. Uh, or it just, you kind of just, uh, you get sick of being in that same space because that's just the space you work in and you want to be separated. And I think that's yeah, the hard well, part, you know, of working from that's home. That's the hard part. Yeah. 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 Well, and Vic- Victor probably knows, of course, with, with kids in the house and, mm-hmm. and all that, mm-hmm. it can be really hectic trying to yeah. share a, a dinner table. Um, yeah. My, oh, yeah. 
my decision yeah. to officially get the art space uh, rather than the space at home was because yeah. my husband just was like, you know what? There's art supplies everywhere and I want my table back. I mean, I'll, I'll take I a space you. that yeah. isn't full of, of cat hair and constant people moving in order to be able to put my art out to dry and not have yeah. to work. Like cat, cat hair and paint. It, it's not it's, quite the best uh, combination. Yeah. Yeah. combination. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now I get that too. Cause we, cause we had our, uh, you know, I was working from our kitchen, our kitchen table and, you know, we, uh, I started this new, uh, YouTube channel called the domain, uh, a few months mm -hmm. back. And so we're doing these, uh, uh, these, these videos of us playing like all these board games and stuff. So every time I'd try to play a board game, I would have to un pack up the laptop and move everything out of the way and then play the board game, shoot the video, then put everything back to edit it. So now I don't have to worry about that anymore. It's yeah. kind of nice to do that so um but for those who don't know uh kona is in is a canadian um she lives in canada and um you know uh this is going to be a little bit of a different kind of episode because normally we talk about technology entertainment we and we can still tie that in here but uh, we are doing some catching up too because we haven't really had a chance to speak with kona in quite a while uh we've always maintained contact in some way shape or form throughout the years I got to know, um, it's a hard subject to not talk about, but with COVID going on, I got to know, like, what, how has that affected your life and, and, and the life of Canadians there in Canada? What's it been like there? I mean, you know, I know you guys, there's no travel into the United States or anything like that. I know you guys are allowed cross, uh, you can travel within the country like we can here. Uh, not actually. Um, oh, we're actually oh, a really? little more restricted than that. Um, okay. Right now, um, like I'm in, I'm in BC, I'm in the Okanagan Valley. So okay. right, right. Uh, so just, uh, just to the our south, I think about two hours, we've got a border crossing. Uh, so the next city over is Seattle. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, basically from, from where we are, we are, we're between Alberta and the lower mainland. So anybody coming through on the roads from Calgary and Edmonton are coming through our, like our small communities and whatnot. And unfortunately that was really, really bad for a lot of the numbers in the interior. Um, our numbers overall through the pandemic have actually been really well managed. Um, there's a good chance that we actually got hit quite early. And because of course they're not doing the, the the antibodies testing unless you're paying for it um mm. yeah healthcare though mm. yeah. I am Interesting. um unless you're going to pay for the antibodies test then yeah. they're they're really not doing any early tracing um but there is a good chance that my my household actually got hit end of january early february mm. um and it, it it was not fun it really really sucked we were all bedridden um mm -hmm. it uh I mean, just the, the after effects, my, my health has been poor. And so when, when they said, you know what, in, in March last year, where we're shutting everything down, it was like, well, if, if that's what I just had, then yeah, let, let's kind of, let's kind of pull it in for a little bit there. But um, it, it seemed, it seemed like one of those things. I mean, you look back in history and every hundred years or so we get the big, the big pandemic. Mm -hmm. and we really did. It's kind of weird. Yeah. 
Yeah, the way that travel's always been um, prior to this point in, in history is, is it's really limited. So, I mean, because there was a war in 1918, we had all the, all the disease traveling around the world. Mm -hmm. There were still places that were quite protected from it. And yeah. in that way, like my, my community has been, um, we, we had the, the early travel kind of locked down, um, not a lot coming in and out and BC's numbers overall, I don't know whether it's just the healthcare or whether there's other factors involved, but yeah. it, was, it wasn't until this last while that we really saw any significant numbers. So um, mm. with, uh, yeah, I mean, the initial lockdown changes were inconvenient. It hit in the middle of spring yeah. break there and yeah. we're supposed to be running art classes. But really, with my health the way it was, I was I was fine to kind of step back and say, "Hey, yeah, I'll, I'll take time." But then I realized with with what they were calling, "Oh, everybody's so isolated," and already in that like, I guess April May point, everybody's like, "Oh, it's so terrible to be so yeah. isolated." And I was sitting there, I'm like, you know what? This really isn't a big change for me. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the kind of person that gets out of the house that much. I'm not the type of person to go hang out at the mall. I'd rather hang out with my friends online and yeah. play games and stuff. Yeah. And uh, we, we also just happened to have really good timing uh, for Christmas last year, JT upgraded his computer. And so in, I think it was uh, February, March around his birthday, uh, we ordered an Oculus. So oh, nice. we, have, we have the Rift S and it has been, just one of the best investments. Oh my gosh! So tell us I, about this. Tell oh us yeah, about, we gotta talk about well, the Oculus. Okay, yeah, I, we'll I, talk I about that. Say I've got muscles. Oh, look at that! Like I am playing <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, oh Kona showing oh, off the guns. Um, I just so happy yeah. to have it. See, see, see how she tied the technology into that. I like love that. Love it. Love that, it. Love that's it. pretty awesome. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, no, for real though. But like, I mean, this whole thing that's been going on has just been insane. Like. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a huge, I'm a huge extroverted person. Like I like staying at home for a long period of time is like my kryptonite. That's just what it is for me. Like, yeah. Well, I know I you're, you're you a know? big karaoke fan, you and Raven, right? Yeah. 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 And so I, I haven't been able to do that. Uh, we could talk about conventions too. We can't do conventions. We need to do a karaoke on an online session of that, man. That'd be fun, dude. Oh, no, no, do no. That. no. Hell, what do you mean, no? <laughs> Let's do it. Man, come on. You're over here complaining well, about not being able Disney to hang out with friends. Come on. <laughs> if we're singing Disney tunes, I'm in. Oh, it's a Disney funny. tunes. Well, I'm down for that, too. That'd be kind of dope. I'm right? down for that. Yeah, cool. man. No, but we can't even do Lion King on this, yeah. We can't, do, <laughs> we can't even do uh, conventions right now, which is something that I love doing. Uh, I know all of us like to go to conventions and, you know, uh, for someone that went to, I think I went to like 14 or 15 conventions like two years ago. Yeah, and now, awesome, and now we can't, uh, and now we can't do them uh, at all anymore, which is, which is insane. Um, this has been a very trying time for, for someone like me who loves to go out and do stuff and, <laughs> And we I'm, just, you know, it's just, oh, it's just so, it's been so difficult for the most part. It wasn't a similar situation, uh, how Kona's was too. You know, I, I personally, I'm more of a homebody. I don't mind staying home unless, you know, we're having an event. So then I'll go out and I'll hang out. But mostly I'm, I'm in the same boat. I'd be online. I'm at home. We'll hang out with the kids and everyone has a great time. Uh, in regards to how this thing probably hit your family, 
I think the same thing probably happened to us too, because around that last year's December, the 2000, was it 19? I don't even know the year no more. That December, January timeframe, you know, everyone was sick. Everyone was feeling bad. Everyone was uh-huh. kind of like, you know, yeah. And, and season, I was like, yeah. then as the flu season is what everyone was saying at work, everyone was sick. People were coughing. And, you know, when you're in a closed environment, you know, it just tends to pass around. It's what happens. Oh yeah. And, and yeah, I was in the same boat, you know, chest was hurting, felt like I got hit by a truck, everything was stiff. And then, you know, it went from my kid to my wife to myself. And then it went through the, it did the rounds basically. Right? Oh yeah, yeah man. And, and, then, every, and then every person mm-hmm. I was in contact with, which was like maybe two or three people got sick in the same wallop sort of sick. That yeah. I got. It mm-hmm. was two to three weeks of getting hit really, really hard, but basically bedridden. bedridden. And if you see anybody in that two weeks, they're, they're, they're passing they, it on. Like everybody yeah. who we, connected with mm-hmm. like it, and, i know who i got it from if if that like if that's what i got i i'm there is no question who i got it from mm-hmm. and the yeah. one person that took me shopping at the two week mark because my fridge was empty it's like you know what i don't feel great but i i'm i'm at least able to get out of bed today mm-hmm. and i went shopping and next thing i know i haven't heard from the guy in three weeks and and I, it's like yeah, no, I got sick, and now all my friends are sick, and yeah. like oh geez, yeah. yeah, 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 and 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 it was funny because we were just barely hearing whispers of this virus. Or, oh yeah, or well, and they from Wuhan, China did kind of fight off all of the announcements until mm-hmm. the last mm-hmm. possible minute. Mm-hmm. So I know my didn't I really know, uh... hit the news until like February, March, and that's yeah. when just shit hit the fan. You know, yeah, I know mm-hmm. my I know my wife got really uh, she became really sick. Uh, I think it was like January, February, something. Yeah, like that. I think the the and... what I've heard most recently is that the earliest cases that they've been able to confirm are actually November, December in uh, I guess the north uh, the northwestern United States, so like, just like south Washington of that. State, Oregon, things like, like that. Washington. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and yeah, and I wouldn't be surprised if it hit the Los Angeles area sooner than that, because you know we're a big travel hub. Oh, you know? well, people well, come from that, all over the Los world Angeles to the LA is area. Also, just so concentrated for for mm-hmm. population. I mean, I I'm in this tiny little town compared to Los Angeles. We've got. Yes, yeah. um, I mean, I work in downtown Los 30, Angeles. That's where 000, I work. In, four thousand at uh, like regular levels. I mean, we double for for our tourist season, yeah. but tourist season doesn't happen now. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I would imagine definitely concentrated. I, I would imagine a lot of people got sick and didn't know that it was COVID, mm-hmm. and they just assumed that it was the flu or bronchitis or pneumonia or what have you. Yeah. And well, they, and of course, those luckily those they didn't who are most prone. You know, yeah. to, to yeah. illness like that. Those who already have the weakened immune system yeah. were the ones who who showed that they had something. I mean. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The doctors, yeah. the doctors here were saying, yeah, no, it looks like everybody's got this, this lingering cough instead of the normal two weeks of having a cough after, after the flu, it's, it's a month, two months later. Mm-hmm. And at, at this point, I mean, I've got, I've got ongoing issues. I'm, I'm still on a puffer. I, mm-hmm. I had spent um, a couple su- the last couple summers on a puffer because we have, su- we had such bad fires locally and mm-hmm. the smoke was just so bad. But as like from February forward, I've I've had a have I've had to have a puffer on me at all times because I just don't know what's going on. And unfortunately, it's it's one of those situations where 
yeah, I mean, I, I might have to call my day early. I can go out and be in a mask for only so long, but once I start overheating, I just, I don't feel like I can breathe. And so rather than being out without the mask or anything like that, which I mean, here we're, we're not allowed to go without it anymore. You can't go into any businesses without it. Yeah. Um, we, uh, I, we were talking technically about the borders and I didn't really clarify there. Um, I think as of, uh, I think two, three weeks before Christmas, we had the order that nobody's traveling between, uh, the provinces without. Uh, without need to do so like I mean there oh, will wow. be the medical exceptions and things like that but mm -hmm. Alberta's numbers spiked really really hard and being just over from us they I mean the, the best way to keep our numbers under control is to keep everybody out just close out yeah so yeah I was yeah, gonna I say think, that I had think, to that had uh, to be yeah, let me let me just chime in real quick because I I think I could be wrong, but I think I read something uh, and for the Los Angeles area too. I think they're requesting or they're asking that nobody travel more than 120 miles away from home. That they're trying to keep you close, yeah. but to be quite honest with you, man, 120 miles is still kind of far. Yeah, so that's so. very far. I mean, even yeah, Canada so. standards, that's 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 a good distance. I mean, you'll and I think. And I think that's the difference, or I don't want to say that's the difference, I don't know, but it, I still feel that a lot of these restrictions that we have, have started off with suggestions, and then shit hits the fan, and then they start getting into mandatory. Yeah, like, no, you should wear masks. No, now you must wear masks. Yeah, you now you must, to exactly. To your friend's house for Christmas, and now, like, I mean, even Thanksgiving, we, we were told we weren't supposed to go and meet in like in groups, and mm -hmm. we've been yep. lucky. We have, we have uh, an a secondary family bubble um, because my husband works with them and we also provide respite childcare for, for their uh, child with autism. Um, they have a teenage daughter and we have a tween. So it worked very well to be able to keep within that same bubble. And we've mm -hmm. managed to, yeah. we've managed to be able to keep on with our, with um, what we need for our mental health um, because we are all kind of, we, we've had a bit of a rough year, all of us. Yeah. Um, we're mm -hmm. all mm -hmm. needing that extra support. Um, but we, we tend to get, of course, the people reacting like, well, you're trying to find all the exceptions. And it's like, well, no, we're, we're trying to keep ourselves healthy enough to get to next year. And, and now that we're in the new year, it's, you know what, it's, working forward safely as as much as we can we're not yeah. expanding our bubbles we're not yeah. um we're not seeing more people than we need and we're only shopping as much as yeah. is absolutely necessary to keep yeah. food in the fridge so yeah yeah i know I, i've been difficult i know i've been trying to you know as much as i love to get out of the house you know i've been trying to keep it very limited and things like that and uh you know um I think it's hard, dude. It's been it's been rough, man. I wanted to ask you, Kona. Um, you had mentioned like you know you, your stores are telling people to wear masks and stuff. Is it? Are they? Are they really enforcing like? The, are your shops and things like really doing a good job so, of enforcing it as much as they should? Um, like I said, with even back for Thanksgiving, of course, our Thanksgiving is timed a little bit different than yours. Um, you mm -hmm. guys yep. get. Uh, you guys get a different order um, instead of Halloween Thanksgiving. You guys get, you guys have yeah. November Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, so we have November ours, Thanksgiving. Uh, ours is um, in the beginning of October. Right. Mm -hmm. So yep. our my timeline's a little bit different in that regard. Yeah. Um, 
But by the time that was the case, like, I mean, even from the end of summer, we were being told that, um, like, you need to wear masks on public transit. And if you're going to be in a public space with people and you can't guarantee that you're going to be able to keep the six foot recommended distance, Mm -hmm. that you wear a mask. And unfortunately, like the first couple times I like even considered taking transit, I was sadly disappointed. You've got people wearing masks that cover like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got the yeah. people that wear it just on their chin the entire time they're on the bus ride. It's, I mean, it was, I, and then of course the people that just didn't bother. And when you ask the, yeah. uh, the bus drivers at that point, it was all, well, it says mandatory, but we can't enforce it. We can't do anything. Yeah. That's, um, that's and the issue, man. We need these enforcements. Um, it slowly yeah. gained and eventually it turned from, uh, our uh, Dr. Bonnie Henry is our provincial uh, doctor. Uh, she's working with uh, Adrian Dix, who is the provincial health um, minister. Um, and they basically do a like day of the week report with how many new cases we have, what regions they're in, um, things like that. And right. just reminding people what the rules are and, and, and what our suggestion versus what we're actually saying you need to do day to day now. And that quickly turned into actually, no, we, if we're going to require that uh, stores aren't allowed to let you in without the mask. And of course, we've had all the, the kickback for the few people that are mm. not, not physically able versus sure. those who are saying they're not physically able. Right. And the, it, it's gotten hard and there's been clarifications now that Yes, you, you can say that you have a health issue and they cannot, uh, they cannot actually card you or like have, they, you, you aren't required to uh, give proof that you have mm-hmm. a medical condition or anything like that. But mm-hmm. thankfully, it's not, it's not really been an issue that I've seen beyond a couple, a couple cases of people right. just, I mean, we, we've got a few churches that are getting fined every so often with uh, mm-hmm. gatherings of 20 plus people um they were they were told they weren't allowed to do that anymore but i mean heck the churches actually got away with big groups for the longest they had they were allowed gatherings about mm-hmm. 50 mm-hmm. right up mm-hmm. until thanksgiving right yeah did, did you personally kona experience anything you know i know you're not i know you're being careful you're not hitting out unnecessarily but um have you experienced anything where someone close to you was not you know being careful was not being safe or anything along those lines um for the most part like again my my circle is really small um most of most of my friends group are not in my community um this is actually my husband's hometown Mm. and my my friends and my family are most mostly on the coast um i actually was quite surprised that my my own family uh when uh some members of my family have had to I guess, do testing at certain points and they, mm-hmm. they had, they've had so much issue with people being like, oh, well, COVID's just the absolute worst thing. And it, it's a moral thing. If you get COVID, there's something wrong with you. Oh, really? And so they've, they've been, they've been careful to, to even mention that COVID testing happened. Uh, like in the idea of that just is really, really strange for me that that's they would be worried that's, that's about interesting. what the yeah. next door neighbor so that, oh, if I get a COVID test, obviously there's something wrong with me. That's really weird. That, that, that's interesting because, you know, maybe this is a cultural difference between the States and Canada. Yeah, where over in be. Canada, it's a moral thing. 
over here it seems to be like everyone get tested just get it done and we need to have yeah, a test well, I, mean, on it. I, I know in in our community like here um in the okanagan the the testing doesn't seem to be an issue um a lot of my family again being down on the island in the coast um and different circles things like that it's um it really kind of depends i'm sure there are, are yeah. plenty of people who are more in the position that that we are which is like no there's nothing wrong with getting the test getting the test is a great way to ensure that you're not going to get us sick and that you're taking care for us right <laughs> whereas some people are just so scared right now that they're lashing out and it's like how dare you even consider having covid near me yeah i hear you that's crazy lashing out, man it's that's... just a different it's a different mindset you know for different mm -hmm. groups of people that's, insane. That, that's definitely interesting that that's an interesting thing and you know enforcement has always been an issue man that's been an issue here in the states since the dawn of time nobody enforces <laughs> a damn thing you know and, yeah, and we... i've had issues where people are, are i'm at the store grocery shopping or whatever and the dude in front of me is not wearing a mask i'm like and you know you do this thing you know it's a how this used to be the smoking sign now it's like, hey dude you don't have your mask on right right so now and the dudes are like well i don't need to wear a fucking mask and i'm in america blah blah uh -huh, blah, blah. Yeah. like dude come on man are right. you kidding me but you know it's it's just one of those deals where it's, where yeah. it's been uh, an issue it's, man for us it's all public spaces so i mean I'm, I'm in an apartment building and there's actually signs in the lobby and all that that are reminding us that we need mm -hmm. to wear a mask even even walking through the hallways mm -hmm. so yeah. i mean if we get takeout and delivery which is all done with like drop locations and and prepayment options out the wahoo now yeah um, oh, man, but it's yeah. all like hey where can we leave it or or how can we yep. do like, no contact deliveries and stuff even even the people coming into the building are required to to have stuff and if we're going right. to open our door we're expected to have our masks on Absolutely. and it i mean i don't i don't mind i don't like I don't like some of the side effects. Like, I mean, I even saw an article recently called uh, talking about mask mouth uh, dentists mm. are, because nobody went for a year basically to go to see the dentist. People oh, are wow. breathing through their mouths rather than their nose when wearing the mask. And it's causing this really foul breath and, and all that Ooh. kind of stuff. I mean, the, the acne uh, along here, I've heard yeah. about that, yeah. Whether, whether or not you're washing your mask every day, just just contact points where the where the mask uh -huh. yeah. has been has been really really hard. Interesting. I mean, I went and bought a brand new lipstick, and then I haven't been able to wear it for a year. <laughs> I told I told my I told my wife, I kid you not, I told her anyways, baby, just get dolled up. Just we're not going nowhere, but just go ahead, go put it on. Oh yeah, it is. Just you know, home is the only place yeah. you can wear yeah. your makeup. Yeah. yeah, no kidding. Just, just do it anyways, man. So yeah. So we're gonna shift. We're gonna shift gears here. So I we know that uh, man, this 2020 was an awful year. Uh, it was it was uh, a full of just uh, just chaos and uh, <laughs> just everything that you can uh, possibly think of. But let's get back to uh, so so Kona uh, used to used to co-host this show with us uh, several years ago. Several years ago. Years ago. Years. Where'd the time go? It has. It has been a long, <laughs> long time. And we had talked about um, uh, Victor uh, a few weeks back, um, somebody that, uh, you know, was on this show, uh, passed away last year, and uh, we lost uh, someone that I considered a, a friend of mine, uh, Jeremy Bullock. He played mm -hmm. Boba Fett in uh, The Empire Strikes Back, and uh, he was actually on the show, but the show got 
That's the last, the last the episode. The last episode that didn't, yeah. that didn't, that didn't happen. Um, and uh, there's a lot of people that we lost last year, but for me, it's kind of like him is the one, he's the one that kind of really stands out for me because uh, he's such a, he's such a sweet guy. And, um, you know, uh, I actually, the last time I saw him was at a convention uh, several years, a couple years ago. And I know he had, um, I think he had Parkinson's is what he passed away from. And when I saw him two years ago, he just, you could tell there was just something not, you know, like he wasn't very uh, physically well. Um, I had the chance to meet his wife, such a sweet lady. And um, he, he remembered me. It was kind of nice, um, you know, but he just, he just wasn't the same man. And uh, we had him on our show. It sucks that we don't have that episode. I, that episode. You know, that was, oh, geez. I, that, I mean, the, we man. had, we had fun talking about so much. I yeah. Mean, and it, that, yeah, it's, that was the limitations of, 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 of the, um, of the technology at the time, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, we, and we, it sucks. We didn't have, you know, I mean, we, that's the thing about this. This show has evolved over the years, man. We've been, this show has been going on like eight, about almost eight years now, man. And, um, you know, throughout the course of the show's history, we, we've had to learn how to, we've had to learn new technologies, new ways of making these episodes happen. You know, now we have this great thing called Zoom that allows us to, to be on here. And uh, I wanted to ask you guys a question with all the craziness last year going on and everything. Oh, hey, kitty. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, uh, what are some things you guys have had to learn to do differently with technology uh, with, 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 the, with COVID going on and how are some, what are some things you've had to kind of tweak, whether it be at, you know, at home or with your jobs or with creative, you know, being creative, what are some things you have had to kind of tweak um, tech, tech wise with what you guys do at home, what we have been doing, whether it's at home or wherever for the last year? Um, well, I mean, get, getting used to the video calls, um, making sure that I know the lighting in the space. I mean, yep. when, yep. when the pandemic hit, I, I didn't have a webcam. So, I mean, yeah. here we were in the rush of things. You couldn't get mail in, nowhere locally mm -hmm. had stock. I mean, it took, mm -hmm. it took a couple months to just to get webcams available. Yeah. Um, when, uh, when the original lockdown hit, of course, again, it was spring break and mm -hmm. they actually delayed sending the kids back to school. I think my daughter got mm -hmm. two weeks back before the end of the year officially hit and most kids didn't actually go back. Um, until September. So um, basically any, any learning was done at home and they were all, they were all expected to have webcams and all this equipment at home. Yeah. And like, well, how do you expect me to get yeah. all this? And mm -hmm. they, they got a, a system set up to basically send computers home with all the kids. And, and that's, that's if you, if you needed it and all that, thankfully we, we already had I'm, I'm getting low. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I feel that pain. I feel that pain, Kona, because my kids were in the same boat. You know, the kids yeah. had to get the laptops. They had to get, uh, they had to have the camera. And luckily for us that we did have 
the system in place with the school that they sent a Chromebook with every child. Oh, yeah. I, I, I shouldn't say every child, but you know, the ones that needed it, my kids picked one up because the teacher had already signed them up for it. So right. that's really great that's in cool. line for one, but yeah. it was yeah. a learning experience for not just us, but for them too, to make sure that they are aware that they need to be presentable. They have to have the ca- camera on how to make sure it works and the mic is working because it's yeah. a different experience having to have the kids learn. Yeah. I feel like there were definitely more issues um, not so much on the tech itself. I mean, for, for the sake of a tech savvy family, we, we are up there. Um, I mean, we, we, mm-hmm. we know what we're doing and we know how to find the information if we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but for the sake of, I guess, the rules that were coming out based on what the school board was saying or what the teacher wanted from each student, like the, the expectations were, were definitely not being... Um, they weren't level across the playing field. I mean, a lot of the teachers had no idea what they were doing. And again, mm-hmm. expecting mm-hmm. certain things like my daughter wasn't supposed to use her phone. And the teacher was like, well, well, how are you on video? I'm like, well, I was using my phone, but you're not allowed to use your phone. And it's like, wait, really? Yeah. You want me to be yeah. on video? That doesn't make I'm sense. either on my phone or I'm not because <laughs> I have no webcam. I have wow. no, no way to do anything except for, except for the phone. And I mean, again, we, we had that option at the beginning and we eventually got the webcam and the teacher lost it again because apparently now she's not allowed to have a webcam because she didn't have one before. So, Oh, Jesus, come on. You have to be kidding me. <laughs> no, but it's, it's true. There's, there's, wow. there's, there's these technicalities that are just See, you ridiculous. Well, technicalities and they, they want you to be in the middle of the family room, but none of the rest of the family is allowed to be in that room. To be in the video. Mm-hmm. Like they can't be in the video and they can't hear what's going on. And it's like, no, if you're going to teach my kid while she's at home, I'm going to hear what she's, what she's learning. See, the thing that's going to block me from my own living room. Yeah. Block yeah, me. yeah. Like, do they, do they think sure that you're doing something safe with my child? Yeah. Like, do they, do yeah. they think that like all these families just have like a classroom set aside for, uh, you know, like a, uh, like a fallout classroom, you know, just in case shit happens. Uh, the kids can go learn on their computers in the computer it's, room. Like, it, it's cra- it's crazy, dude. I mean, I, I, I know you don't have kids yet, Brian, but man, right now it's a weird time man. for the kids to oh, be learning. I have, I have my kids on the dinner table, man, and mm-hmm. I have each one mm-hmm. sitting because to, to me, I like to keep them there because that way I know they're in a learning environment as opposed no to yeah. hanging out at, at the room. Hanging, oh, my cat showed up now. You got <laughs> uh, <laughs> instead of showing up in, in the room, you know, and I don't know what they're up to. So yeah, so, so but, yeah, it, yeah. How do you have? How have you guys had to? Um, oh, that, that's a, that's actually a good. That leads me up to another question. How is it? Because you know, we we just talked about earlier. You know, having our own space. You know, Kona, you got your own space. Victor, you don't really have your own space, but he's just out there in the living room. <laughs> I got my own office now. So how have you guys had to um, with your kids? make it so that they know this is a classroom, but like, it's also their kitchen. Like, how do you, how do you, you know what I mean? That's like, hard, dude. That's hard. It's definitely yeah. hard. Um, yeah. My daughter's, my daughter's Christmas present last year was actually a loft bed that had like a desk underneath. And okay. oh, initially nice. we were, nice. we were letting her use her computer in that space only to realize that she's not doing only her work and she's not, she's not getting only that done. I mean, 
I, I will admit that we definitely let the the rules of how long you got screen time. It, it went right out the window. Yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you need to be in class for this many hours, but then you need your free time. And the only way to even talk to your friends is online. And yeah. I mean, yeah, that's definitely there were a now. lot of really big adjustments in that regard. And eventually it turned into like her doing the actual class stuff in the living room so that we could see that she was actually getting it done. Um, I mean, it's it, the, the biggest, I, mean, I don't know, the biggest issue just with getting the work done was making sure that she had the time to connect with her friends and, and there wasn't a proper opportunity to get the contact information for half of them before spring, yeah. break, uh, before yeah. the spring break lockdown. But so going into the summer break, there really wasn't, there, sure. there weren't any connections yet that. The, yeah. the feeling of isolation um, yeah. for the kids mm-hmm. has definitely been a big toll. And so they've been working. Um, the, the numbers are showing that the kids aren't trend, uh, transmitting in the same sort of ratio that uh, a lot of other yeah. uh, groups are. And so they've, they've kept the kids in. Um, at this point, they went uh, with no extra delay before Christmas or after. Yeah. So they're back at school. And well, I mean, technically, saturday today but yeah just a quick touch just a touch on that isolation portion of it you know um even the adults too i I think the social interaction is hugely beneficial to people man you know we have to have interaction with people and i think that when you're a kid that's even more important because that's when you learn the social skills to become you know better adjusted as an adult so i you know once kona comes back i want to know what she's doing in terms of 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 um having her kids continually to be socially active you know because that's that's just that's that's the part that i that's what i do struggle with man because that's yeah you know my my youngest one is 11 years old man and he's a a little gamer he's on fortnite he's on apex you know he loves first person shooters and i keep an eye on that but one of the things yeah. that pains me to hear him the most is, dude, I want to hang out with my friends and I can't, Yeah, you know, and, and it's really tough. And it's funny because the neighbor kids outside, they have a young lady. Her name is Keiko. She's like five or six years old. And the young lady, she, she comes outside, she wears her mask, but she has this, uh, this little pole with her, this like, uh, almost like a paper made out of paper towel, uh, okay. you know, thing. Okay. And, and it's her social distancing pole. So with her, if, 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 you, if she can touch you with the pole, you're too close, you know? So Kona, I just wanted to know, you know, with the kids in isolation, are you doing anything in particular to keep them socially, um, you know, active, uh, that they're having any kind of social interactions? Because I know one of the toughest things right now is the kids not being able to interact with friends, not being able to gain those social skills yeah. that they usually gain at school. So is there anything in particular that you do to, you know, keep them, keep that up? We're, we're doing what we can, again, trying to go by the guidelines, which, I mean, they're, they're contradicting each other here or contradicting there and with how quickly everything's been changing and, like, the expectations with all that. Um, we've had, like, we've had a lot more normalcy since September. Um, she's been able to uh, basically keep with her classroom group. It's Um, Within like the halls and and all group spaces, they have Um, to wear their mask in the school. That's good. Um, But their their classrooms themselves, um, there really isn't the same level of uh, 
I guess, safety or whatnot. It's the, the classroom is their own bubble. And with that, we've we've let her do like walking home with her friends after school. Um, she's uh, she's got a fella who's got her her interest right now, and she's been spending mm. some time with him. We uh, because he is her direct bubble, and really, if if we were going to get anything from somebody, I mean, yeah, if he, if he was carrying it, we'd get it anyways. So mm. we've had him over to play Beat Saber with us um, for a movie or two. I think they, the the kids actually um, are talking about going skating pretty soon, and there's ways, like a couple of the community um, things, like again, like the the pool is open technically, which just kind of it, it, yeah. it, it scares me i mean the what? idea of an oyster the idea of the pool is open at all that is uh, ridiculous it, it, i am uh, assuming that because it's just got so much um like of the chemical cleaner in the water that as long as they're spacing people out they think it's okay um, that's kind of hard to do in a pool though but yeah, i mean you, 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 get, you get groups where you, you've got like i think that's, they, that's they, weird you rent out lanes at a time so you get like this lane and then there's at least one lane between you and the next I'll, group over. I'll, uh, um and oh man it, again it seems like some things seem like they're yeah no this makes sense and other things not so much Here, here's um, what doesn't yeah. here's what doesn't make sense to me this is uh, so you guys have children of course um do you guys are you are you familiar, Kona, with a place called Chuck E. Cheese? I'm sure you've heard of it. I am familiar with Chuck E. Cheese. Do they have um, Do they have in Canada? Obviously, the meme factor. Um, we don't have Chuck E. Cheese in Canada. Um, okay, which it, which is weird because as a kid, I once found a Chuck E. Cheese coin in the road. Um, <laughs> but, um, in, but I'm pretty sure in, there's similar places, right? So, Something yeah, similar. Not as so, not as many. Um, I know, like there there were a couple like grocery stores, like there. Out on the island, they've, they've got quality foods, and there was one yeah. quality food there that had like a ball pit, and they did all sorts of games. So you basically yeah. dropped your kids off in the middle of the grocery store that, and then <laughs> let them play so, while you go shopping. So check this wow. out. But aside from that, we had a uh, we had a place that was called Cyber City for years, and I oh, think okay. it closed about a decade ago. Um, they well, uh, they had mini golf, the whole nine yards. <laughs> Um, mostly well, arcade style rather than like ball pit stuff and yeah. it was definitely targeted a little older audience than a lot of the Chuck E. Cheese stuff but yeah. I I'm definitely familiar like I mean if not so, through like personal stuff then through me. yeah well well what's really odd to me is uh we have a Chuck E. Cheese by where we live and it's open and they're letting kids go in there and really? uh dude yeah dude and it's and it's really weird because I was uh, it's right by the GameStop that that is closing down where I got some of my stuff for my office at, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I I went I was by there the other day, and the parking lot was just full, and I and I go by the window and there's just a ton of kids in there, and they don't have their masks on, and I'm like, what in the hell is your problem? Like why we don't need a Chuck E. Cheese open right now? Like no 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 like this that's, like if you can't that's go gotta to be. School, if you can't go to school, you should not be going to freaking Chuck E. Cheese, though, man. <laughs> that, that that's another that's another difference that, that I'm noticing no here that, that we have kids going to school like in the physical building over where yeah. Kona is. Kids are not allowed in school over here just yet. Yeah. They're still staying at home. Everything is remote. Yeah. Speaking of Chuck E. Cheese, man, I got one about ten minutes, fifteen minutes yeah. away from my house. That place yeah. has been shut down since yeah, see, yeah, this whole thing happened. 
Yeah, and, I, and I, I would have expected Chuck E. Cheese would be one of the first things to die. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. you would think, but they open up. And you know what? It, it's open over here. It's insane. I'm not, and I'm not talking about Chuck E. Cheese in particular, but I think it sucks that this pandemic has hit the fast food not the fast food but just the food industry in general yeah. big yeah. time because you know what i'm a foodie man i love to eat i love buffets that's gonna be a thing of the past man because oh, there's yeah. gonna no, be no no, no way that's gonna oh, happen you, anymore oh no there's you no know way. what i mean but i'm i'm really surprised that that the one by your place though brian is open and actively dude. you know I just active. I, will I, just, say I can't believe that. Like, 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 here's the here's the difference, and I, and I don't want to get into this. Let's not make this a big discussion, but it has a lot to do with pol- politics, unfortunately, because let's let's face it, uh, Victor, you live in California, very liberal, progressive state. You guys have a progressive uh, uh, governor there, right? But so mm-hmm. you got, and then, but when you're here in Indiana, we're a very conservative state. So you have to understand, and it sucks that's come to that point. This shouldn't be about politics. It's a, yeah. it's a, it's a damn virus, man. It it, the virus doesn't care what you believe in or who you, whatever, right? Yeah, if, if you, you breathe, the, the virus is interested. Yeah, right? Right. So <laughs> uh, so the thing is, is that, you know, uh, it doesn't surprise me, Victor, that you, you guys have them shut down. I know in, I know, uh, in Canada, uh, you guys are more, pro, more of a, uh, I, like, I guess, progressive uh, country there. Yeah, well, we've we've got uh, like here in BC, we've got a new Democratic Party uh, as our as our um, politics, like provincial politics right now. And we've got the uh, the Liberal Party for the federal government. So, I mean, overall, Canada tends to be a little bit more left leaning, um, but you do get you do get uh, patches and and definitely out east. Things are way, way different. Yeah. Um, out in Ontario, I mean, the numbers have just been skyrocketing, and I really mm. am not seeing a lot out of there. But I mean, um, we've also got a forward running things out there. So I mean, there there's only so much you can do when it yeah. when it gets down to the politics. Yeah, it's just it's just so. I mean, yeah, like like I said, but, but Victor, I'm not surprised you guys are having them closed down. But here, I mean, to see that, and, I, and, it's, and it's off of a road that's a very prominent road uh, here by where I live. So, I mean, when I'm driving by it, I, I see it, and, and I'm just like, man. And I just, What's and I, and, the population? And my, oh, man, here? <laughs> so, I live, so, I live in southern Indiana. I live by a body of water. I live by the Ohio River, and I'm right across the river from Louisville, which is a huge city in Kentucky. It's, their, it's, a, it's probably their biggest city in Kentucky. So, the population here in my particular town, I live in a pretty – not very small town, but we're not like urban by any means. We're very rural. We're pretty rural esque. I I don't know. I would say we probably have anywhere from maybe seven, eight thousand people live here. Um, but we also have two other towns that are very in close proximity to each other, so population can get mixed, especially between us and Louisville. So I mean, yeah. it's a lot. I mean, we have, and that's what sucks about this whole thing too. You know, you guys in Canada have been kind of making it where in between provinces, you don't want to have people traveling so much, but see the thing about living here where I live in, it's a very special situation because, you know, our Indiana governor has had restrictions, but the Kentucky governor, which is very progressive, he's put more restrictions down. So then you'll have people from Louisville say, Oh, I'll just go across the bridge to Indiana because it's a lot more uh, loose on restrictions. So we'll have a lot more people here because of that. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's been it's been crazy, man. But yeah, to see that Chuck E. Cheese open, I had to take my friend by there the other day. He's like, "No way, it's open." I said, "Yeah, dude." And we drove by there, and he saw all these cars, 
And he's like, I would never take my kid in there. There's no way in hell I would let my son go in there. I'm like, yeah, yeah that's I mean, insane. No way. There's no way, man. It's yeah, not, yeah, that's insane. I mean, we've got, um, there's a lot of the smaller communities in BC uh, are short for medical professionals at this point. So you go down to yeah. the coast if you want to get medical testing done or if you need to get certain procedures done. Um, if you have like even serious accidents, you still get, you still get shipped to Vancouver. Um, but when it comes to like, I mean, borders and things like that, we've actually had issues through, through BC because we've got people from the States, um, like, especially early in the pandemic, um, they're like, oh yeah, well, we're shorting, shutting down the borders. But if you said you were going to Alaska, they weren't going to stop you. Oh man. And so you've got all these people and all they had to do at the border was say they were going to Alaska. It didn't matter if they'd made every stop along the way for their vacation. And wow. so a lot of the contact I didn't know that. tracing, yeah, a lot of the contact tracing was showing that yeah, no, they're they're coming up and they haven't been following any of the the rules and they they got around the 14-day quarantine like cuz um basically you get into the country um up until recently when they could do the the fast-paced testing which is like a two or three day turnaround yeah mm-hmm. um they were saying yeah no absolute rest, like tight restriction you get a 14-day quarantine before you even go uh like back to work or anything like that will will um will basically cover cover you uh the we the government that will cover you uh for going back to work until you're out of your quarantine period mm-hmm. and then again there were there were all these uh, folks, I mean, we we had a couple things make the paper in in Alberta as well that they came up through Alberta and then cut across, but they they were stopping at every truck stop and diner. Mm-hmm. And they, like it, it really Jesus. makes you wonder. It's just, like, hey, that's like, crazy, man. It's like nobody wants. Um, watch what the exceptions are because people are going to take it. Um, yeah, it's people trying to find a shortcut, man. They're yeah. trying to find the an exception. They're trying to find. Trying to look for a loophole. Uh, if you're under Jeez. twelve, technically you're not required. You cannot be required to wear a mask. I still see lots of kids wearing masks, oh. and I still see lots of kids not having any trouble with them, yeah. but. You're going to end up with those parents that are like, no, you can't make my kid do that. Yeah. Because it's one of those exceptions and I'm going to take it just because I can, because I need some level of power right now. Yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I think it is. (laughs) is People just want to, I know, I know that our freedoms and our restrictions are limited right now, but it's for a reason, you know, people are getting sick and, and I forgot who it was that said that it's not so much for me, but it's for the people around me that I need to make sure that they're okay. Cause I'm, I'm okay, but I don't know if, there's a health issue with my neighbor. I don't know if there's a health issue with someone well, close by. So protect yourself to make sure that they're protected. Well, and the thing about it is there's still this, there's still this, uh, I feel like it's a stigma now to, to, to do it. And uh, a lot of people, I don't know how there's, there's still some ed- uneducated people about this whole mask ordeal. Some people think that uh, they don't need to because they don't have, or because they don't care about, getting it from someone and it's not like like victor said we wear them for you not for us like it's not i don't i don't put a mask on for me (laughs) you know i I, it doesn't protect yourself and um you know uh there's been it's it's, it's just been insane to see you know i feel like the last year has been a real test of uh humanity as a whole like like this Mm -hmm. whole thing has been a test of 
our will to live, our willingness to uh, change. And people don't like change, period, right? Like there's a lot of people out there don't like change. change yeah, you got to adapt, man. But you got to adapt to survive, right? That's just, that's life, man. Like, and, I mean, you know. man, we're getting too much into this hardcore political and crap hitting the fan. We know that 2020 was a crappy ass year. Everyone had to adapt. Everyone had to change. Everyone should have adapted and should have changed. I should have said, but there's people that don't. And for those watching around the world, the shit that's hitting the fan right now in the States with the Capitol and all other stuff, you know, that's a whole other discussion that we'll have some other time. But I think Brian, we should just move on to some fun stuff. Cause yeah, let's get into I don't even, I don't even want to, I don't even want to get into yeah. that anymore. dude. Let's, so let's, Kona, oh, I got two yeah. questions for you, man. First yeah. of all, you mentioned the Oculus. So we got to talk about that. And number two, I see the bloopers on your earrings, man. You got to let us know where you got those. What's the story behind the bloopers there? So yeah. um, these these are just, uh, again, I, I picked these ones up at a convention. Um, these are actually made with mini perlers rather than the full size, like original style. So you can oh, see. Oh, yeah. Look, I like that. I like those. those and I, I just, I thought it was wonderful. I picked up uh, this set, which is a matching set. Um, but I also have a set from the same person and they made, it was uh, the Yoshi egg on one side and the, just the baby Yoshi on the other. Oh, um, nice. My wife would love they're, those. They're yeah. Yeah. Um, so we got, we got us a riff. Oh, look at that. I like that. Hey, I like the googly <laughs> eyes. That's a great idea. All right. Well, that is amazing. Hats. And we need them to realize when we've got the VR set on that we're able to see something rather than having them like around our feet getting booted or something like that. We've, we've put this on and they, they seem to take a little bit more care about being within the space now that there's eyes looking at them. Yeah. That's that's a smart idea. That's great. uh, It's also kind of fun because you, you can be going and you're, you're, you're doing all the all the actions and whatnot, and you just whip around to the next person, and then just the, the way that the eyes spin <laughs> is just so silly. I think I need to pick um, one of those up. I've heard so many good things about the Oculus, yeah, and it's actually man. picking up yeah, a lot so of steam now. So we so, got uh, we got the Rift S, um, and if you've got a computer that's powerful enough for that, then absolutely, I I, I recommend that model. Um, my friend, uh, they, they were, uh, like they're the same friend that we've, uh, basically kept that bubble with and they mm-hmm. picked themselves up the, uh, the Oculus Quest 2. Yeah. The Quest 2 yeah. is set up as a standalone, so you don't need a computer mm-hmm. to hook it up to. Um, of course, now we've found that a bunch of things didn't quite mesh up for them to get that version compared to what we got and mm-hmm. still get the same um, I guess playability. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got them. Uh, we got them Skyrim for Christmas for the kids, only That's to cool. find out that it is a uh, it is not powerful enough to run Skyrim. Oh, oh wow! So uh, they went and they've upgraded their computer, yeah. only to realize that of course now the Beat Saber that they were hoping that they'd be able to run through the computer doesn't actually connect with the Steam version. So mm, here we are. Geez. We still can't play against them from home. And, and technology, one man. thing after another, if they're <laughs> not quite matching up in a way that is totally convenient. Um, their model is quite front heavy. Um, okay. So if you don't have like a weight on the back of it, 
um, then it ends up being a lot. But of course, the weight on the back of it is a lot of weight. And my neck uh-huh. can't handle it for, for more than a couple songs before I'm I'm just like, you know what, I need I need a break. Right. Yeah. Wow. But, is that um, are you talking about the quest or are you talking about the rift yeah, that the has the weight too, in the back? It's like a white uh it's a white model. It's got yeah. slightly different grips. I, I love their I've uh, seen them. Yeah, they're pretty cool. I, I like the quest uh the quest two handles more yeah. than I like ours. Yeah. Um but I mean honestly both uh, like the, the models we got. Uh, so unfortunately, like even the Wii came with better straps than this. What the hell? <laughs> they, they're, they're plastic. And once once you get them on, they, 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 they loosen just from going like this. Oh, I see that. So, oh, uh, yeah. You, wow. get, you get sweaty hands and you start swinging like this and they're flying out of your hand oh, no. and off your wrist. Nice. Whereas the the Quest Two, um, in addition to the shape being a bit different in this section, yeah. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. the the straps are actually fabric. They'll um, they'll pinch a bit better. I've actually talked about actually pulling the uh, the Wii straps off and switching them out, but we've ordered uh, we've ordered an option that's supposed to have a strap that goes along the back of your hand as well. And oh, really, when, when it oh, comes nice. to the swinging motion, I feel like it's going to be a lot more secure. I don't, I'm not going to have to worry about that really loose wrist strap. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think Nintendo learned that lesson. Remember back in the day when the Wii first came out, and oh, and there were some people oh, with the, the straps website? breaking, or it was hidden. Yeah. They were breaking their screens. Yeah. <laughs> they were breaking their TVs. They yeah. were trying to play a tennis game, and woo, it came oh, off. That, uh, <laughs> babe, I know. After it was gone. They hit a home run, right? Days, but I'm I'm surprised that right. you know, based yeah. based on that, you know, the Oculus didn't go with some fabric inspired uh, straps. Yeah, no, I, I really. Right off, something a little more heavy duty from that. Um, but overall, I mean, it's it's been it's been okay. Um, we found out the hard way that we need to um, make sure that it is uh, as though it were sitting on your head when put onto a surface, because otherwise it's not uh, balanced properly. Hmm. We actually busted our head strap, and it cost us seventy five bucks just to Oof. redo the head strap because the sound is in the head strap. Yeah. So, I mean, it was an expensive accident, but we, uh, we aren't going to do that again. We're going to get like hooks <laughs> to keep it up on the wall and, yeah. and yeah. out of the way. Yeah. But wow. that um, sounds interesting. Yeah, I want to get one. I, I think, think I'm going to get one the of those. Only thing, yeah. The only game we've been, I guess, kind of disappointed with, JT got himself Half-Life Alex, and he is so excited to play it, but even we don't have enough RAM. So we've got oh, RAM sucks. on the way. Hopefully it'll be here soon. Um, yeah. Has honestly, the game looks amazing. And yeah, it looks really great. So far have been just beautiful. Yeah. Like, I, yeah, very excited to see Half-Life Alex after all these years. Are you Half-Life, guys... huh? Yeah, it's been forever since I've seen Half-Life. <laughs> are, you, uh, are you guys console gamers at all? Or do you guys mostly play on PC? Um, we, have, we have old systems. Um, we okay. have... Uh, we have NES, we have SNES, we have PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, we have a Retron 5, which will play NES, NES, Genesis, Famicom, Super yep. Famicom. Nice, Netflix. cool. Um, we have, nice. we have like, like Game Boy Colors, we have Game Boy, like DS, we have, uh, we've got the 3DS, um, the Oculus, uh we've got the xbox one like or not the one but like the original the regular xbox, xbox? yeah 
yeah original, original xbox, xbox. Yep. and yeah. then we've got uh and then we've got we um we had a gamecube for a little while but i'm not sure it's working at this point um yeah. but yeah we don't we don't really have much in the way of current generation anything i don't i yeah. we've got 360 uh xbox 360 <laughs> but Nice. I mean, everything's kind of out of date at this point. I'm listening to you speak, Connor. It looks like you've had consoles from the dawn of time, and you stopped at the 360. Any particular reason why you didn't pick up any of the the yeah. Xbox One, PS4, anything like that? Like, is there a story there, or is it just that uh, you guys pull out of that? Um, I think for the most part, we've always we've always kind of preferred PC for most games um yeah. i mean obviously there's all the retro games that we're we're really connected to there's the nostalgia mm -hmm. involved and i mean our our game collection is is not insignificant um but for the most part any games that came out on the newer consoles we can play better on pc Ooh, gotcha. that makes sense. so yeah. i mean there, there really wasn't any point in playing it at half the graphics capabilities when we could play it on pc and also play alongside friends because it's connected through steam or something like right. that right yeah i want to yeah. i want to get a really that's like one thing i want to do this year is because i'm torn because I'm, I'm a big console gamer and i really want to get like one of the newer consoles like ps5 or xbox series x but uh i also really want to get a nice beefy powerful pc because I know Steam has a lot of really great sales from time to time. Like, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. like so many games on there that are cheaper, and yet you can you can play them on a better uh, graphical fidelity uh, than you could. Yeah, on well, a, and I mean, on the newer so, some games, like not not only the graphics, but you get extra options just because they the computer can handle the processing. Yeah. Behind. Mm -hmm. I mean, if yeah. you if you play Minecraft on PC versus all the other options, you've got way more to work with. I mean, yeah. not oh, yeah. and that and all the mod, uh, the mod community. The mod community really goes to work there, yeah. Like, I mean, with with Beat Saber, we started out, um, we started out playing Beat Saber with the original songs, um, and then, like, we we had actually been introduced to Beat Saber playing on, I think we were playing on the PS4, mm -hmm. um, and then we were like, oh well, yeah, this is great. Oh look, we can play it on PC we just have to get this version of the VR. And we, we went through that method. And then um, we found out that the mod community, of course, is huge. Oh, yeah. Honestly, not only is the mod community huge, but somehow they're, they're, they're not realizing that they're advertising their mod community as much as they are. Because <laughs> the, uh, the, the most recent Beat Saber ad we actually saw included songs that aren't included with the actual game. Oh wow! <laughs> uh, so it's like, yeah. I mean, if you're gonna give me a song in the in the thing, I'm gonna don't download the mod so I can actually play that song. Right? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah. And I mean, we we're playing gay songs like Ra Ra Rasputin, and we're we're doing like Disney songs. Like, I'll make a man out of you is great for Beat Saber. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> so that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I need to get I need to get a VR because I want I want VR really bad. I love VR. I've 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 tried it. I've I've played Beat Saber a few times. Uh, it's such a great game. I'm sure it gives you a pretty good workout too. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The workout oh, yeah. is great. You get you get dance dance for for the leg days. You get mm -hmm. Beat Saber for the arm days. Yeah. <laughs> See, Sona's got it down. She's got the system down already. Yeah. That's so that's fun. what I need to do, man. I gotta get myself back into workout mode, whether See, it be thing through. Is whether it be through gaming or not, man. Because I, I got that. Uh, 
I got a, so I have a switch and they have that ring fit thing. And I have that. And I was like, at one point I was like, you know, last year pandemic, all this stuff. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to get my ass in shape and I'm going to do it. The only way I better, the best way I know how by playing video games. Right. And so <laughs> I bought that thing and I started to use it and it's just, it's just been sitting there. So I need to get back into doing it again. And it's hard, man. Like that's, just, that is like, I know Beat Saber, you're, you, you, you got to do all this stuff with your hands and, and your arms and those get, you get a workout, but yeah. I'll tell you what. Well, and the Just Dance is another great one. Um, honestly, yeah. my, my oh, daughter, I, I, yeah. oh, uh, yeah. for, for school at this point, because again, they have limited uh, time that they can actually get out to, to be outside in the schoolyard and get that mm-hmm. extra activity because they've got them mm-hmm. chunked into quadrants that they can be in and right. all that sort of stuff. They're actually doing Just Dance in their classroom. So they oh, move wow. all the desks aside, put Just Dance up on the projector, and they're that's all cool. doing like a few Just Dance songs. And okay, honestly, that's I can't cool. keep up with those workouts. Like they're they're yeah. hard. Yeah, yeah like like in, like in Ring Fit, you have to like you, you have to take this thing and it's a tension circle, so you have to push as hard as you can, and it's like a there's a story mode in there, and you have to, yeah, heard you of have it. to fight bosses with like squats and. <laughs> Dude, this is the weirdest. It is the absolute weirdest thing I've ever played in my life. And it actually, uh, there's leaderboards of like how uh, high of a score you get, not for like losing weight or anything like that, but like there's leaderboards for like you know how fast you went through a a, a, a level or. Dude, it's it's the craziest thing ever, man. I need to get back to doing it again because it was a lot of fun. But man, it. it I've always. I've always. It's, I've always, it's rough. I've always been skeptical with things like that, man, because the first thing that comes to mind is I'm not sure if you guys have seen the movie Megamind. Uh, <laughs> there's a character, the character, the name Vector, and he's playing like Wii Tennis or whatever the hell he's doing. And he's lying on his couch just like this. <laughs> so I'm like, that's what I picture when I see you and I hear some of these things. I'm like, oh, dude, I'll get ring fit. But I'm pretty sure I'll just be nah, like, the ring fit, like squeezing it like this or something, but, dude. But the ring fit, though, it, it has a, uh, it, it, it makes you take one of the Joy Cons and put it on a little strap and you put the strap on your knee, around your knee or, or your leg, and it actually tracks your uh, leg movements, too. So, oh, really? This, you got to like do these like high, like, uh, like, uh, like high step. High steps and things. Oh man, it's a workout, dude. You get a whole body workout when you do that. Thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Beat Saber actually has it built into the scoring system that you get more points oh, yeah. doing full arm motions. Like, um, basically, the the range of yeah. motion is measured. Yeah. Um, there oh, are there are changes based on how much distance your arms have actually traveled. Yep. Starting with like a hundred kilometers as one of the the first of the achievements. See, I haven't um, tried it, so I'm like, I'm so curious. Yeah, I want to get yeah, you gotta do, on that. It's, it's a ton um, of fun. It's yeah, through the fun. mod community as well. And I'm not sure the, the actual dynamics of how it would work, um, but there seems to be Kicksaber as another mod community add-on to <laughs> Wow. Where you're actually keeping the notes. So, again, <laughs> not sure how you actually attach them to legs like that. I gotta look this but up later. To, to have to actually go and be like kicking through like side and 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 left and right and try not insane. to fall on your ass. Not to fall, yeah. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Even like two games in, like, dude, my legs are tired. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> Oh, that's oh yeah. Well, you have to watch with Beat Saber. I mean, you'll have you'll have so much fun the first time. Even when you feel tired, you're like, "Oh no, I could keep going. I could keep going." You won't lift your arms for three days. Nothing past <laughs> here. It's like, yeah, no, 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 no. That's cool. That's, yeah, that's good. That's a good. That's a good burn, though. That's a good burn. 
That's insane, man. I mean, but that also take, take, takes into consideration people trying to find other ways to use technology yeah. for things. Because I know, mm -hmm. like, there for a while, a lot of the, like, gyms weren't open, like Planet Fitness, Anton Fitness, all these different places weren't open because of COVID. And now you're even seeing those places open. And, you know, I want I, I do miss going to the gym, but even, like, now I'm like, I don't know if, I, if that's something I really want to do. So, yeah, I mean, well, I mean, a couple of months like of gym that. membership – that you're not paying easily gets you an Oculus of oh, yeah. one variety or another. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and, I mean, it, it definitely yeah. pays for itself. And I mean, the, we've got, we've got probably coming up on 200 hours logged in the year that we've had it. Wow. Um, and, and then that's just the one game. We've got other games like this. Uh, I think it's uh, sword and sorcery. We've got um, JT got me a, uh, an art one for Christmas, I can't, uh, tilt brush. And so I can do like sculpting and painting in 3d. That's crazy. Um, yeah. And like there, there's so many different games and the, the options are just so, so varied. I mean, really, if, if the schools thought about it, VR classrooms are like the next big thing. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah. No. We're getting there. That's for sure. We're getting there because I, mean, I, I noticed when, yeah. when I was last in the classroom, when I went to go visit with my kid's uh, teacher, uh, I mean, that classroom was so high tech. They had a whiteboard, dude, which I thought was a whiteboard. But no, man, it was a screen. The thing turned on and it was like a big old computer. And he's over here touching the board and he's like switching, showing me all kinds of stuff. And I was like, what? Where was this when I was a kid? We had the projector, you know, I had that flimsy sheet on top of something to project. Well, on and, it, wall. and it was so loud yeah right it was so loud That's, yeah so it, it was it was it's a completely different world now and these kids in school so i mean they're going to be so tech savvy when 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 they're up there but oh I they mean, already are they're like, already I mean, there my, my daughter oh, can yeah. my daughter can do video editing five times better than i can and she's, oh yeah 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 <laughs> definitely she's my only kids like my kids like did that why don't you have a youtube channel that's there yeah but you got no videos on it i got more videos <laughs> he was like oh dude i, I don't want to sit there and edit that's all <laughs> yeah. but but yes i mean the kids are just so man. tech savvy they're so tech heavy now that it's just insane to me I'm telling you, man. but but we're getting there virtual classes i think is something that we're going to see in the near future because i think the technology now is there for it we yeah. we we have the makings for it and it's yeah. just a matter of actually putting it into place and not only that but i mean i feel like a lot of uh companies now are going to probably start having people work from home more if not give them the option to work from home because if you're sick and you're not feeling well like you know and you don't want to go into the office i think a lot of people would definitely benefit from being able to at least work from home or even take a partial day at home maybe yeah. you know uh, if, if you're feeling really ill and you don't want to work a full shift, well, maybe there's a compromise of like, well, maybe say, say you want to work four hours at home and that's your day. You could take a half day. You could still go to the doctor, come back home. You're, mm -hmm. you know, that way, there's going to be ways to go day. around that. For I mean, sure. I, I feel like a lot of businesses and companies like, you know, my wife, she works from home. That's why we have this office. Cause she sits over here next to me while I'm here doing and editing videos. She's over here on her uh, doing her job. So, I mean, it's been nice to have that option and, It'll be interesting to see what businesses decide to do at this point after we beat this thing and we get over it and, we, mm -hmm. and we're, you know, in a back to a better place. How many of these companies are going to say, hey, you know, I can make some of my employees work from home and maybe cut costs in like office space. 
Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, I actually wanted to bring up now again, technology being one of our big topics. Um, what have, what have you guys seen? Um, like I know with the healthcare system being so different here and I mean, we, we have socialized healthcare, so we all, we all get access to it. And those with more, uh, more means pay a bigger portion, um, like out of pocket for, mm -hmm. for services. Right. Um, but one of the biggest things that I've seen as expansion is like the TELUS Babylon and there's, um, there is a MediMap is one that the government has been kind of referring people to where rather than going and doing like we're not doing any walk-ins at this point really the doctors are calling people back and only bringing you in if you actually need testing or they actually need to see something in order to diagnose it you're talking mm -hmm. about telehealth so, yeah i mean i'm seeing just yeah. the the absolute potential and I mean, the, the waiting lists are going to go down as long as you actually have people able to still get in for like the big things. I think uh, one of the big things this last year is they're seeing that cancer rates are down, but only because people are unlikely to be getting diagnosed during yeah. all. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, now that they've got the infrastructure all set up, the the ability to keep moving forward and keep um, again, people at home who really need to stay home and not be sick, sitting in a waiting room of people who might be immune compromised and already sick. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the idea that we can save time, we can have doctors seeing so many more people because they don't need to sanitize the whole room mm -hmm, between, mm -hmm. between clients they call. And really, if it's, a, it's a, if it's a prescription refill, it takes five minutes. Whereas they could have you waiting in a waiting room for see, two hours just to see I, a doctor. See, what I would love to see, uh, I know Samsung has the uh, ability to uh, like check your uh, pulse and your heart rate and things like that. What I would love to see these companies like Apple, Samsung do is, you know, we have, you know, when I don't know if you've had it done, Kona, I know you try not to go out, but I know like maybe Victor has and myself, you go somewhere and they, you know, they'll scan your, they'll scan your temperature, right? They'll just hold it up. Yeah. And... The, the dentist oh. office um, that, that my family mm -hmm. goes to mm -hmm. uh, got something like that. And I was surprised at how non-invasive it was. I literally just mm -hmm. walked up to the thing and it took my temperature. What I mm -hmm. would love to see uh, maybe even Apple and Samsung do and a, and a lot of other uh, smartphone companies is integrate that technology in our phones. Like, like put a, Put a temperature taker in the phone or even on the wrist or on a smartwatch or whatever. And then that way, if we could do, uh, I'm sure you were referring to- Like, hey, to I'm it. not feeling good. I'm feeling under mm -hmm. the weather. Can you tell me if I should actually try to call into work or call right. into the doctor? And you can yeah. go- The infrastructure is there. That stuff yeah. and, use, and use telehealth um, to be able to see your doctor on your phone and they can take your temperature by maybe touching your finger or, because I have a, I have a, I have that on my- phone here um, yeah just, I, i'm i'm connected to your to your system can you put your reading in like yeah or just yeah. or just hold it up to my head and let, let it take my temperature that way you know just like you would do when you go somewhere uh you know we have the technology why not go towards that and, mm -hmm. and, and implement that so we don't have as many people like you said kona in these waiting rooms cross contaminating each other and and possibly yeah getting something from someone while you're waiting to go get better you know it's, uh, yeah well and i mean the, yeah. the, uh -huh. the amount of time that i'm seeing people like waiting even when they call in kind of last minute it's 
I, I don't think I've heard anybody waiting more than maybe 25 minutes for a callback. Yeah. And, and that's like unheard of for, for healthcare, especially in the Valley here. I mean, we've been, we don't have enough family doctors to go around and haven't the entire decade or so I've been here mm -hmm. now. And to, to not have to like worry about where I have to get my prescription filled next because I don't have a family doctor to keep going. The doctors can all get the same records online. I mean, they've, they've all got access to the same information to see that I just need a refill of this same thing. And, and it, it's made things a lot easier just yeah. to just access. Yeah. Like accessibility has changed so much and in, in such a good way. Oh, absolutely. I think that I think it's it's possible. I think that there's no doubt that we can get something like that done. I just think it's going to be a matter of getting everyone on board because this is something that's going to include not only the doctors but the healthcare providers. Not only yeah. are they involved, but now we have the tech that's going to be involved. Who's going to take ownership of this? Are we going to have Apple do it? Are we going to have Fitbit do it? Are we going to have Samsung, Google? They can all do it. They can all do it. Though. And and then that's all well and good. But the only problem that I see with this, and I think it's great if we actually get it working, as long as we keep but, it out of a monopoly. Yes, that's yeah. right. That's uh, what we yeah. need to do because we don't want to have well, you know. X amount of, you know, my risk, my, my smart risk, my health risk, it's called a health risk. My health risk thing, you know, it's from Google. So I can get this, 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 and this. But if I get it from Samsung, which is going to cost me a hundred dollars more, it's going to do this, this, and this, but the Fitbit one does this, this, and this, and it's going to cost me $20. You know, it's like, I get, I get what that, that, yeah. that's the stuff that needs to be, just get that out of the way. Let's not yeah. even deal with that. Yeah. It's got to be, you know, somehow received through your healthcare provider at a fixed cost and just yeah. leave it at that. But, but that's a great idea, man. Cause again, you know, I, I was sick this past year during my surgery and I had a lot of phone calls, a lot of my doctors saying, well, I need to see you as opposed to let's do a video. Let's take a look and see how you're doing. Cause I know that it's, it's there. The option is there to have a video conference with your doctor. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's, I've done it's, it it's just, it's not, it's yeah. not popular. It's not out but there. It, not many people I, do it, you know? But I think that as we get, as we, as we go on in life, it's going to get that way because, you know, like for instance, you know, uh, smartwatches are becoming more popular and I think it'd be kind of cool to like, I can talk to my doctor on my phone and they'll say, okay, I want you to take your temperature and you just tap your head, forehead to your wrist. Right. And then they get and a reading on their end of what your temperature is. I mean, we have the ability to do these things. It just, yeah. you know, we just use them for other things like fingerprint, uh, yeah. you know, unlocking with your fingerprint or whatever, your phone. But we need to start thinking about more practical ways to use these things where it comes to health. You know, we already have Fitbits that can track your sleep. We know how many times mm -hmm. you toss and turn or your uh, things like that. <laughs> yeah, right. And, um, but mm -hmm. we have the ability to do these things. But now we need to think of the next logical step in this uh, evolutionary of evolution of technology of, okay, how can we make it to where we can take people's temperature with their smart uh, their smart watches or their phones? Or uh, what, what other ways can we do that? I know, right? What other ways can we implement this technology we have to make people's health care easier? You know what I mean? And better. You know? That's I think that's where we're going to go this year. I think we're going to see some leaps and bounds in how we use our tech for health since we're in a very health conscious mode right now, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's where we're going to, I think that's yeah, well, where we're going to go. It definitely gives that opportunity as well. I mean, whether or not your workplace is, is cycling, who's actually in the office or just the ability to, to work from home. If, if yeah. like, if you can do it all from home, 
then why not? I mean, why not? Why yeah. pay for the big office? Why pay for all those extra things? As long as your staff have have access to what they need like if they don't have a printer okay maybe your maybe your company goes and invests to make sure that they've got that equipment that they can have at home while they're working at home but yeah. i mean really a, a printer is nothing when you're looking at the i mean the rent yeah. for downtown main street in our community it goes at easily four thousand dollars a month mm. and that's before the thousand dollars in utilities mm-hmm. that's before the staff costs that's yeah. before like the the overhead for insurance and yeah. and, and and all that stuff and i i really think that a lot of a lot of businesses that have been able to adapt thus far have done so because they're able to kind of brush off those those costs that didn't really need yeah. to be there now like like now that the the zoom option is something that basically everybody knows how to do now mm-hmm. everybody can Absolutely. can kind of look at those options and say hey maybe maybe we didn't have to do this the whole time maybe we can find even more ways to increase productivity without actually stressing everybody out by making them go into this tiny little workspace and work together mm-hmm. and, i mean yeah, no, and I think it goes back to the adaptability thing we discussed earlier, man. Mm-hmm. If companies want to survive in this day and age, they have to adapt because there's yeah. no foot traffic right now. There, or I should say it's a lot less than what most people are used to. So we have to be able to Absolutely. find other ways to, to get things done. And I think that's where we've been all last year. I think that's going to continue for the most part of this year, if not the whole year, before we start getting into this you know, sense of normalcy. Or maybe this is our normalcy now. You know, this is just what it is. Well, I mean, the old normal was not a good normal. I'm not saying what we have now is a good normal, but I think there's certain things that have definitely changed for, for the better. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I well, so guys, too. that is all the time we're going to have today for the show. But thank you, uh, Kona, for being on uh, and coming back on here. Yes. We'll definitely have you back Absolutely on at, happy at a later time. <laughs> yeah, sure. well, bring, bring me back <clears> again. I'd, I'd be happy to talk more uh I'm, I'm sure uh, I'm sure we could probably talk forever about all the new stuff we've watched in the last year. Oh, oh yeah, mean, definitely. I, I yeah. So many things online. Yeah, right. Many <laughs> old things too. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for being on our show and guys, uh, it feels good to be back. And uh, once again, please, uh, you know, uh, follow us on Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google music. We're also on SoundCloud. And then of course this episode will be on, the dragon blogger youtube channel so please be sure to subscribe to that as well and uh, thank you guys so much for joining us for our 50th episode there's going to be plenty more to come this year as uh, as we go on but until next time we'll see you guys take it easy y'all later guys see ya bye